So I know that this is easier said than done and that we're bombarded with a lot of imagery of what the ideal body should and could look like. When it comes to healthy eating, we should be eating for our bodies. We should be eating for our gut health. We should be eating to sustain ourselves rather than just eating for snatched waste. But what do I know? You know, we also often hear, yeah, so like eat for your body, eat for your body type. We eat to live. So what do all those sort of statements, like what do you sort of take away as a nutritionist? Like when you hear that, like what does that mean to you? Yeah, right. Um, You're you're right. There's eat for your body. There's eat for your blood type. That's something that's also, um, you know, in the wellness world. And so there's certain blood types that do really well on plant-based and some blood types who actually need a lot more protein. And, you know, I haven't dived into that research as much. Again, it comes down to um, intention and knowing yourself. This is But What Do I Know podcast with Chit Suzanne, a space for affirming, for learning, and for healing. A podcast and community where we're exploring our But What Do I Know moments in hopes that it helps you, the listener, overcome yours. You ready? Welcome everyone to another episode of the But What Do I Know podcast. I'm your host, Chid Suzanne, and I just want to welcome you all to yet another episode. It is Wednesday and, you know, we are back as usual with another episode to get you all through the rest of this week. So welcome, welcome. If this is your first time tuning into this podcast, checking out an episode, thank you for, you know, stopping by. Thank you for listening. I hope you listen to the full episode and that you enjoy it. And if you happen to enjoy it, you know, you go and you binge other episodes and you're enjoying it, please be sure to just leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Amazon Music, wherever you stream the podcast. This just lets the algorithms know that you're enjoying this podcast and it pushes it to more potential listeners. As well, you know, you can always keep in touch with us, be engaged on socials at BWDIK Podcast on mostly Instagram. I'm not going to lie, I'm a little shaky on TikTok right now, but we're going heavy and steady on, on Instagram. So you can check that out as well. And of course, most of our main segment conversations are also being put up on YouTube right now. So if you want to see what I look like, you want to see what our guests look like, you want to, you know, just enjoy the visual components to those conversations, go ahead and check it out on our YouTube. The link will be in this episode description. And if you just type in, but what do I know podcast on YouTube, you should be able to find the podcast and our main segment conversations. All right, Toronto, we are finally getting warm weather and the sun is out. We're finally getting like 20 plus degree weather that we had this past weekend. The sun was out. It was warm. And yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. First of all, I'm walking without having to wear a jacket. I'm looking forward to some beach days, you know, sun and sand, relaxing, having some cocktails. Like, I'm just I'm so excited. Like as soon as the weather gets warm and the sun is shining, my mood is just like lifted. So I'm definitely excited, but yes, let's go ahead and get into our current segment for this episode. Right, so for our clue and segment for this episode, we're going to start off talking about an event that's taking place here in Toronto slash the greater Toronto area. You know, one thing about summer, as the weather gets warmer, the events just start to roll in. <laughs> they start to roll in. So this one was actually shared with me by a member of our community that wanted me to just, you know, know about this event and to share it with you all in case you were interested. So that is Meet the Motivators Women's Event taking place May 20th and May 21st. So on May 20th, it's going to take place at Algoma University. And then on the 21st, it's going to take place at Taj Banquet Hall in Brampton, I believe. And this is, it's a networking and empowerment session, but this isn't your typical, you know, women empowerment brunch. No, 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 no. This is a very holistic event. 
you're going to have some panels, you're going to have women speaking about different sort of industries and career paths and life happenings. And there's going to be some time for networking, some food and all that. Um, Canadian R&B singer Miss Julie Black will be there. Patricia Jagannath, which we know from CP24, will be there. And then, of course, Jacqueline Dixon, who is the founder of, you know, Meet the Motivators organization. She'll, of course, be there as well and will be a keynote speaker. So if this sounds like something you're interested in, you know, if you're looking to do some networking, you want to meet some people, you want to get out, you bought a new blazer that you haven't gotten to wear yet. This might just be it. So I will put the information in the description of this episode. And, you know, if you're interested, you can go ahead and check out this event and get yourself some tickets. All right. So the next thing that I want you all to clue into this week is another event, but this is a concert. So on June 1st, R&B singer LMA is going to be in Toronto. Um, And the concerts, can I just say the concerts are rolling in like between now to the end of summer, I've been sort of just tracking events, you know, on Google and just seeing what festivals and concerts are happening. And I swear every month it's like at least two, three, four concerts when it comes to like R&B, hip hop, like that scene. A lot is happening. So y'all, there's a lot to do in the city this summer. So June 1st, LMA will be here. She's going to be performing at the History Venue. I've taken a look at Ticketmaster right now. Tickets are looking like, you know, $100, which might be a little bit, you know, up there for LMA. But, you know, if you love LMA, you want to check her out, you want to see her perform, definitely check out Ticketmaster. She'll be here at the History on June 1st. All right. So now for our song of the week, this song is fresh. This just came out this past weekend and I've had it just playing and playing and playing. Um, This artist is underrated, but this song could be a summer anthem for the ladies. I can definitely see us having fun to this one at our summer day parties, dancing, catching a nice little wine. Like, I think this is a really fun record. And this is by the Victoria Monet featuring the legendary Buju Banton. And this song is a vibe. This is called Party Girls. And it sort of gives that, you know, Victoria brings the R&B soulfulness to it. And of course, Buju's going to come with the <laughs> with the reggae, the dance hall, vocals and sound. It's a whole vibe. And I love the way that both genres merge together really well in this song. Like a whole vibe. So let's just go ahead and get into it so y'all can understand what I mean. Play hard, no need no sponsor. Life of the party, girl, you're sweet like sugar. Hold the S in a sexy girl, me love that figure. When you wine and go, don't come up and bend over. Know the party can't start till you the boat, yeah. Sexy young jacuzzi poolside and sauna. Miss up when the party start and get the hot life for ya. Who back the road, boys, and spin out no dollars. Girl, pretty in a face, them look fine and proper. Trash to impress and every man admire. Like, I don't know about y'all, but that is my summer anthem until another song comes and knocks it off its place. If I'm going out and I'm requesting a song for the DJ to play, I'm going to be like, DJ, hey, <laughs> turn on that new Monet and Buju. <laughs> but um, yeah, I hope y'all enjoy that record. Go ahead and check it out. Streaming on all streaming platforms. You know, go ahead and check out Party Girls by Victoria and Buju. All right, let's go ahead and get into our main segment conversation for this episode. We're getting back into our holistic health and wellness bag. You know, we always sort of keep that as one of the center of conversations that we have on this podcast. And so for this episode, we're getting to talk about food, how we eat, our relationship with food. And this is something that I'm sort of working on right now in my personal life. And it was really good to sit with our guest and kind of get into this and uh, see what it means to really eat to live and to eat for your body and all that good stuff. So let's go ahead and get into our conversation. 
for our main segment for this episode. I'm really excited to get into our topic. This is one that we haven't really, you know, talked about on the podcast yet. Um, and our guest and I have been doing a little bit of a back and forth and we've been keeping connected and uh, <laughs> they say God's timing is best. So here we are. Um, so today we're going to be diving into our nutrition, holistic wellness, gut health, and we have Shade Tomasos um, joining us to have this conversation. And Shade is a nutritionist that centers holistic wellness and focuses on plant-based foods to improve our gut health as well as our overall nutrition. So Shade, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited. We're finally getting to do this and um, I'm excited to get into this. Amazing. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. We got, yeah, that we're here. I know. I remember our first time we chatted. It was actually on the streets of New York. You remember? I was like, we have to have, like, we've been trying, like you said, we've been trying to do this. I remember we, like, had to reschedule a couple times. I'm like, we're not rescheduled. I'm like, I'm on the way home, but it's, like, kind of stuck in Soho. And you're like, all good, like, FaceTiming. And, you know, like you said, all in, best, all, all in God's timing. And now we're here and we get to chat about gut health, holistic wellness. And I love what you're doing. And so it's such an honor. This is actually also my first podcast as i guess so yeah you are yeah so i was like when you reached out first i was like uh yes i want to do this and then you know i've um had other opportunities but yeah this was one that i really um i love what you're doing i love the fact that we get to do this and so excited to talk about this and you know just kind of dip our toe because this is such a big topic um and like you said you know haven't talked about on the on on this um, platform but it's not talked about a lot and it's not talked about a lot by people that look like us you know Mm. and so i think that's something what is also why i'm also really excited um for this convo Mm, yeah no you covered you said a couple of things there one this is one of many you're probably going to come back to, you know, continue this conversation. Um, Two, yes, this conversation needs to occur more in our community amongst black people, people of color, Um, especially when it comes to foods, the the types of foods that we eat culturally that are deemed not healthy or bad for you in certain places like the West, which we're going to get into. Um, But, but uh, yeah, let's, let's start off by, you know, your journey. Um, mm-hmm. I know that, you know, outside of nutrition, you also have a love for fashion and you worked or are still working in fashion, but you mm-hmm. also have this other love for nutrition and you kind of came here through your lived experience. So yeah, tell us a little bit about, about that journey. Of course. Yeah, definitely. First love that like you hit the nail on the head. First love was fashion. Um, in terms of what I got into professionally and as a passion, you know, something that I, would be on Pinterest and, um, you know, back in the day, my space, yes, I'm saying my space. Um, and you know, I used to just love a Tumblr as well. Um, is this something that I used to love just going through? Um, but food has always been at the core. So I grew up, um, well, I'm born from, born in Trinidad, but I grew up in Canada, but I am West Indian and, you know, Food is at the core of what we do. Like every time, you know, even right now, I'm actually, we're filming this um, while I'm still in Trinidad on an extended vacation that was supposed to end a couple weeks ago, but I have extended it. Um, and even to this day, you know, my aunt is up early in the morning kneading flour to make some coconut bake or something like that at like five o'clock. Like it's real. Um, and so uh, I no longer work in fashion. So I have now taken um, nutrition as my full time, you know, job and really, yeah, I'm excited. You know, I think it's something I touched on it where it's like, it needs to be talked about, we need to find ways that are sustainable, and we need to find sources that are reliable. So, you know, um, those are some that those are two values that are really close to my heart. But my journey in terms of getting into wellness and nutrition started exactly because of my own personal, um, you know, I had personal gut issues myself. And that's why the gut, we'll talk about the gut more, but that's why I specialize in it is because one, it was something that I lived. Um, you know, I worked in fashion. I loved it, but it's also very stressful. Um, I mean, life is stressful. But I spent a lot of my younger years chasing, you know, the dream, climbing the corporate ladder. So that meant working long hours, 
It meant, you know, eating, whatever, drinking, a lot of coffee, Red Bull at times, not gonna lie. Um, You know, it's just, you did what you had to. And also, the education wasn't necessarily there. And it wasn't a priority for me. Um, But once I started to have like, really bad gut issues, and you know, one thing that was something was acne. So I had like really bad cystic acne. So unfortunately with acne comes confidence and then you know i'm like i'm in fashion yeah and i'm like trying to look good but then i have this acne on my face and then i used to feel like bloated all the time and would end up in the emergency rooms a few times a year for maybe about a good five years before even you know going and looking at different alternatives because again all i knew was um western medicine and i would go to the doctors i would go to the emergency they were like you're good you're healthy you know, um, and I'm like, I just don't feel good, you know, and I also would be bloated and, you know, myself would be distended, be like, I'm pregnant, or uh, you'd meet see people and they're like, oh, like, congratulations. And you're like, nope, that's, nope, not happening, you know, and so like, those are things that I struggled with. And I definitely um, am thankful for technology because it was through Google, <laughs> you know, is what helped me really get into looking at food in a different way. And also a naturopath um, visit that I did. So I had a friend who was into alternative medicine and she's like, you might want to go see a naturopath. And so I was like, at this point, I'm like, I just need something, Um, like something, I need someone to kind of like steer me on the right track. And I did a food sensitivity test um, that supported. And then I just kind of went to Google was like, okay, what are some things that I could be doing? And I started making just little swaps, right? So I noticed, okay, sugar was something that really irritated me. So instead of sugar in my coffee, I'd have cinnamon in my coffee. Um, and, you know, instead of dairy, I'd have an alternative. Um, and so like little tweaks, and I found like, really, like, those things even um, really helped. And then my journey kind of, and then I started to look at different ways of eating. So again, Growing up in a West Indian household, I ate everything. So every part of all the meats. So it's like, you know, pilau is something that's very, um, is very popular. And that is uh, basic rice, peas, and chicken. But it could be chicken. It could be chicken feed. It could be, you know, pigtail, like all of it. And I grew up eating that. And I would say that organically, I shifted to pescatarian which felt really good for me and then um ultimately i've shifted to um plant-based and so i say not vegan um because you know vegan is like a full lifestyle from what you eat yes but what you wear you know your social activism like it's a whole thing and i respect that um and so for me i say i'm plant-based meaning that i eat um you know, foods that are in their whole form. Um, so not a lot of processed foods. Uh, I say not a lot because I'm human and, you know, you got to still live your life and enjoy. Um, I love fries. And, you know, though, yes, they are, <laughs> they're in their whole form. They're still maybe not the, the um, what people, I'm not eating it every day, but I'm human. So I still have um, some processed foods, but really my goal is just to make sure that I feel good again um from the inside out so that's a bit of the journey um and then kind of how i got into becoming a nutritionist was i worked in fashion it was my 10-year mark in fashion i was like is this really what i want to do for the rest of my life like do i feel like this is still my purpose um and i had taken some time off of fashion and so and then i found this program in um, vancouver and I was like, oh, I'm going to just go to school again. You know, it was like I'd graduate. University was over and I decided to go back to school probably like 12 years later. Um, but what I noticed is when you go to school for something that you're passionate about, it really doesn't feel like school. Yes, you've had exams and all of that. But I loved the information that I was learning. Um, and so that kept me going. And then people were intrigued. They were like, what are you doing now? Like, you're no longer in fashion. Uh, you know, like, what are you? And I'm like, oh, you know, I'm going to school for holistic nutrition they're like what's that because it was 2016 so that wasn't something that was very popular and so i tell them about it and then i actually started instagram like late because i didn't really like social media um but i was like i wanted to 
because people were like, what are you like, you know, what are you eating? I would have like chia pudding or I'd have cheesecake, but I'd make, um, make it with cashews and everyone was very intrigued. And again, this was still very new. Now you can find that stuff all over the place for the most part. Um, and so I'm like, I'm going to use this platform to kind of showcase and just kind of document my journey. Uh, and that's kind of, that's when me becoming a nutritionist um, really took took flight. But it was really just a personal journey. I wanted the information for myself. I wanted to learn how to cook differently um, from what I learned, you know, growing up with my mom and my aunt. Um, but then now as I've gotten deeper into my journey, bringing in my heritage is really important. And so you'll see plantains in my meals. You'll see, you know, um, the different spices I use. And even though I'm having, let's say, chickpeas, but what we call chana, um, it's going to be more like a Trinidadian style than it is a Western style. So, you know, I think something that's important as well is that we are able to still stay true to who we are in terms of our culture and bring these foods in and, um, but still be good to ourselves in terms of what we're putting into our bodies. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I really like, cause you kind of shared like two, two portions of your journey with us where you share the portion of, you know, you becoming a nutritionist as, but also your journey uh, with your own personal, like your own personal health journey, which I think is interesting. So we're going to get into more of the gut health for sure, because <laughs> similar to you, I also used to have um, a lot of issues with bloating and I mm-hmm. like, it seems to come out of nowhere. And I was just mm-hmm. like, what's going on? Like, why am I mm-hmm. like, why do I feel like I eat twice a day? And I just, I'm done. Like, I don't want to eat anymore because I don't want to be mm-hmm. more bloated and it's bloating for such extended periods of time. Like, and I'm like, I don't like this. So then yeah. I get into figuring out like pre and probiotics and the kefirs and what's better and what's, uh, <laughs> it's a whole yep. thing. And like, now I feel like I have it like under control, but um, yeah. yeah, I definitely, definitely can relate because, and it just seems like, I don't know, is it because of the hormones that we eat combined with the hormones that we have as women? It's, I, I don't hear men complain about bloating. So I'm just right, wondering right. what's up with that. <laughs> like, I mean, that's actually really good because, but I know, I know some men, they just don't say anything. They just think okay. it's normal, you know? Mm-hmm. And in men too, it kind of comes out differently in terms of, um, so bloating is like inflammation, right? And so it's our body giving us, inf- it's giving, it's uh, when we blow, it is information that is inflammation that's telling us that there's something in our bodies that is foreign, right? And in men, like, you know, there's actually like a rheumatoid arthritis is something that is actually like they get a lot versus like a bloat, bloating. And I don't think they know like what bloating feels like. Or it's like, you know, they pass gas and they think it's like normal, but it's, which it, it is, but like there's an excessive amount. Like there's, there's like normal gas that we need to pass because we're humans and then there's excessive and, they're just like, well, I'm a guy, like that's normal. But it's like, actually, that's like some a little bit of like gut disturbances that you got going on, right? So they just don't use that terminology, but it happens, definitely. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So um, before we get more into that, I want to hear a little bit more about your journey. But as it pertains to, you know, moments, so this podcast is called But What Do I Know? Um, mm-hmm. and, you know, I've kind of dubbed, you know, But What Do I Know? Moments. And this is sort of the core of our conversations here on the podcast is wanting to talk about moments where you were kind of like, but what do I know about nutrition? And what do I know about, you know, any facet of life? So I'm interested to know if you had any moments like that where you kind of doubted what you knew or how you could really navigate the space and then how mm-hmm. you overcame that. Yeah, I loved this question um, <laughs> a lot because it got me, it, you know, you had to think differently because you're just like, wait, um, you know, again, because it's not to say I just started this journey. I'm, you know, I'm, I, it's going to be forever, but it's like I'm not at day one or month one where I literally was like, what do I know? Hence, and then you go to school and you're just like, wait, I have been to <laughs> like, it's like, what is happening here? You know, like from things from water, like, like dehydration, like, you know, like simple things where you're just like, oh, wow, like we just really need to stick to the core of you know, eating plants, drinking water, getting enough sleep, getting sunlight and moving our body. And, you know, for the most part, we will be healthy, functioning humans. Um, so I think the what do I know really started when, when I went in and, and it's kind of like, where do you start? Right. And so 
That's why when I said um, this little swaps that I did was, okay, I started to get intentional. So again, I worked, I was climbing, like my, again, main goal, right? Like you come from like an immigrant family, you got a good job. You're just like, I need to just like keep going. So that was my main goal. And so I wasn't stopping and thinking, how do I feel when I eat this? You know, can I get up, go for a walk or do I need to take a nap? So, you know, I really went, um, started to slow down and found that slowing down helped me determine uh, what it is I needed to do. And so when I say slow down, like I would actually, I, I kept like a log of what I ate, how I felt. Um, and that's kind of what helped. That's what helped me even determine, okay, so sugar. I didn't say coffee, even though I found out I was, I was sensitive to caffeine. So eventually caffeine has also exited the the chat. Unfortunately, I have it now and then, but also I know that I feel better when I don't have it. Um, and so though, yeah, like I said, what do I know is like, where do I start? And how I overcame that was using that strategy of writing down, how do I feel after I have something? Okay, let's try this swap to see if that works. Um, and then in the wellness space, we talked about it, you know, whenever, even the, when I Googled um, holistic nutrition, gut health, anything like that, I never saw anyone that looked like me, right? So I was like, wait, like, why, what? Like, what do I know? What do we know? Like, what do we as a community know about this stuff? Like, are we supposed to? And sometimes you hear some silly things like, oh, like, that's not for us. And it's like, but why? <laughs> we are human, you know? We also deserve to live well and have all these great opportunities. And so um, I think those were like the two big ones. I think the last one was really the biggest one in terms of what do I know as a black woman going into the wellness space um, as a nutritionist, speaking about the gut um, and, you know, is anyone going to listen? And I think that's something that where I just kept showing up and, you know, whether it's the opportunity with yourself, I've had other opportunities speaking on other panels, but, you know, women of color, it's just been so beautiful. and so. Uh, yeah, I think that's something because again, if I, if I maybe was, maybe if I was different and I didn't see anyone, I would be like, you know what, maybe it's not for me. I'm just going to stick to what I know. I'm just going to keep on just going through with this pain versus, okay, let's kind of, let's, let's dive into this a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Okay. I like that. And it's sort of like the different community, like you said, being able to talk on this, this platform, you've been part of other panels as well, too. Mm -hmm. So even that just like further affirms like, no, Shade, like, you know what you're doing, girl, keep going. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I definitely, sure. um, definitely sort of uh, feel you when you say that. Um, okay, let's dive into the fun stuff, because this is why you're here. <laughs> um, <laughs> so firstly, we often hear when it comes to food, um, mm. you know, we we should be eating to live and not living to eat. Um, to me, that sort of means like, okay, eat to be sustained. Don't like overeat is what I take from that. And then you also hear right. things like now, you know, eat for your body. I've heard, I, I started hearing this recently. My mom said she had a friend that said, I eat for my genes. So I, I understand my genetics. Mm -hmm. And so I eat for that. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we also often hear, yeah. So like eat for your body, eat for your body type. We eat to live. So what do all yeah. those sort of statements, like what do you sort of take away as a nutritionist like when you hear that? Like what does that mean to you? Yeah, right. Um, you're, you're right. There is eat for your body. There's eat for your blood type. That's something that's also, um, you know, in the wellness world. And so there's certain blood types that do really well on plant-based and some blood types who actually need a lot more protein. And, you know, I haven't dived into that research as much. Again, it comes down to um, intention and knowing yourself. So I know we'll get into holistic nutrition, but a holistic nutritionist, like what we really look at, look at uh, is um, yes, food, but we also look at your lifestyle, sleep, movement, your social. Um, you know, socially, do you have people around you, even if it's one person? Um, sleep lifestyle and I'm like there's another one. Oh, mindfulness your well-being right so overall stress and so when i hear eat to live or um, eating for your body that can mean a lot and it can also be very daunting for someone They're like well again where do i start and this is where the intention comes in this is where the 
getting to know yourself comes in, right? Because what works for me may not work for you, you know, or or it might even work for even someone in my family. And so even though I'm a plant-based nutritionist and I eat fully plant-based, for the most part, I eat to feel um, my best. And I know that, you know, meats doesn't work with for me, but fish sometimes could be okay, right? But I know that I feel really great when I eat plants. When I work with clients, I do not by any means tell them they have to be plant-based in order to work with me because although I'm working with them, they know their bodies best. So my goal is really to support them and coach them in terms of, okay, you ate that. How did you feel? Do we go? Do we stop? And it's like wild how you just like write something down, you write down how you feel, you give yourself time. Because we have to think like our bodies have been going through, you know, whatever we've been eating or ingesting, whether it's again, mentally or emotionally or like physically for many years. So this stuff's going to take some time. And so it's really important that we know that part of it. But Knowing that we're complex beings and that one thing that works for one person doesn't work for the other is really important. And um, making the decision that this is a lifestyle that I'm going to undertake. I know we, were, um, we might touch on diet, but diets are like a no-no because it's temporary. You know, the only thing temporary should be like tattoos, maybe. Like, do I want this tattoo? Do I not want this tattoo? You know, like that's the only thing. But otherwise, like a diet that says, to cut out certain macronutrients, so carbs or protein or fat, our body runs off of these um, nutrients for a reason, right? And so I would say, yeah, we're complex beings. Let's get back. Let's let's start to take the time that we put into other things and to ourselves and find out what actually our bodies are saying to us when we are having um that meal, you know, when we have our coffee in the morning, how do I feel? Like, do I feel a bit jittery? Like, is it actually giving me energy or am I just tired after having that? Okay, that might mean that now, like, you've got a bit of resistance when it comes to caffeine. What can you do? And then that way you can take that stuff if you are working with a practitioner. So, like, okay, so I, you know, I'm tired in the morning, I have caffeine, it's actually not doing anything to me. And I actually notice that, you know, I'm actually more tired. Okay, then we can talk to you and be like, okay, well, now we need to like support your adrenals. So you also going to a practitioner, you have information and you're not just relying on them to tell you, even though, of course, we're thinking, well, they went to school for X amount of years, but the more info you have, the better also you're going to feel and you're going to feel more confident going into these conversations um, with these, you know, yeah, with a practitioner or also like if you're doing your own research, right? So if you're researching um, caffeine but sleepy, like adrenal fatigue will probably come up more than likely now anyways, because that's a true thing. Um, Yeah, I know I said a lot there, but I think eating, you know, eating for your body, again, knowing what your body needs, knowing how your body feels, being intentional. How do we do that? We stop, we pause, we're mindful. I know there's a lot going on. Like we're all doing things like our phone's going off. You know, we've got a meeting. We've got a, if you have children, I mean, I don't have kids, right? So I'm single son and I have no kids. So I'm like, I can only imagine if you're a parent, but even us as like single folks, it's like you have friends, you've got family, you've got maybe dates, you know, you've got things, you got a life more than likely, like you are, you're traveling. And so you're just like, how do I, but it's no different than you waking up and brushing your teeth or more. Like there's some, there's just some things that are non-negotiable. It's funny. Like while you were talking, I was like, oh my God, this is, she's hitting on everything right now because I think when I actually decided to sit down and make a conscious effort about like my eating, like just my overall like health was after mm-hmm. after school, because I just felt like mm-hmm. as a student, when was I going to do that? Like before or after my readings or before the reports or like after, you know what I mean? Like it was it was really right. hard to to sort of put that in. But then it was only afterwards that I realized like, oh, my gosh, I was under eating on some days because I would leave my house at like. 9 a.m. and I wouldn't come back till 9 p.m. I was on campus for 12 hours and I'm walking around, I'm running, I'm studying, I'm stressed. So I might have like the food that I packed for lunch and then maybe buy something for dinner, but it's not necessarily best. Like, I would, you know what I mean? Like yeah. my eating was just everywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so after school, then now I'm, I'm looking back and I'm like, okay, that's why I was not getting my nutrients here. Oh my God, probiotics need to be taking those. Like it, you just, now I feel like I'm playing catch up. <laughs> I'm like, trying to kind of like, you know, 
not make up for lost time, but like fix yeah. it, I guess. But um, yeah. But yeah, like when we you were saying that. that, I was like, <laughs> yes, because we absolutely need to ha- kind of like have that time to be able to say, mm-hmm. okay, like what am I eating? How am I feeling? Like even today, girl, I'm going out. I'm going out for dinner, and even now yep. with the going out for dinner, I'm being very, very careful and cautious now. Like if I'm going out for dinner, I'm being mindful because before what I would do is if I'm going out for dinner, I would maybe not eat. And then I would mm-hmm. save my hunger, quote unquote, mm-hmm. for going out so that yeah. I could eat everything. But then now That's I'm the like, I'm not doing that. I'm going to still eat my breakfast, still have my lunch. And then that way I, I eat dinner and it's, it's still the portion that I would normally eat if I'm home. Um, sure. so that I'm not overeating or my body is not like I've starved my body the whole day and now I want to like yeah. force everything at nighttime. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've all been there. And I think it's, you know, yeah, I think we're all playing a bit of catch up. And I think one thing that's, um, you know, you, you, you said is the, especially like students, students, um, you know, busy, like busy, um, professionals, busy moms. It's like, how do you like fit this in? And it's really, you know, I mean, we all, a lot of us, I'm sure, like our Google Calendar is like probably next to like, depending on, you know, who you are and what you believe in, like your, in terms of your faith, like your Bible, it's like your Bible and your Google Calendar, you know, like those are your two most important things. And I think it's just like carving out, like, you know, just whether, whatever day, you know, everyone says Sunday because it's the start of the week, but maybe Sundays are full for you. And, you know, maybe yours is the Monday, but like really being intentional, like what is a day I can sit down and meal plan and meal plan doesn't have to be this like long, crazy process. And the one great thing, again, with technologies, we can take, take um, advantage of is like the grocery delivery, right? So it's like, okay, let's like plan out some meals for the week. Let's get our little like containers. Like we all know, like once we have a, con- it's like when you're starting to work out and you buy yourself like a new outfit, you're like, oh, I'm like going to be looking good. I'm going to the gym. Like I'm going Pilates. Like we're good. Same thing, right? It's like get yourself the cute little, um, I forgot what brand it is. Was this one brand from Anthropology? I don't, that's okay. Yeah, we said that. We'll, we'll keep Anthropology in there, but it, it, I got it. For, I, I know what they have in Anthropology, but you can buy it. It's like, and they're like aesthetically pleasing. And it's like, you will, you want to eat your meal out of it. Get yourself like a nice water bottle that has the times, you know, like there's like a white with gold, there's like a marble and it actually makes a difference. Um, you know, and so like find what works for you. And when you, I always say to a lot of times, people like, well, you know, eating healthy or like meal prepping is such a waste because I buy all this food and it goes bad if I'm buying all the veggies. But the one thing we do when we're grocery shopping is we find the recipe, we write it down our grocery list and we buy everything. But it's like, we don't check the most important places, which is in our home. Like what do we already have? So if it says kale and you have spinach, just use the spinach. Please don't buy more kale. You know, if it says carrots and you've got a red pepper, use the red pepper. And so I think it's like shop your pantry, shop your fridge, and then go to the grocery store. For sure. No, I really like that. And like you said, kind of like similar to uh, when you're going to the gym with your gym clothes, you know, get your fun little containers, (laughs) get that, you know, get your stuff all organized so that you feel like, yeah, okay, meal prep time. And I think that's what's also helped even as I sort of like get into my like my professional career and my side hustles, all that stuff is just making out time like Sunday is kind of like, okay, Sunday, I'm like prepping for the week. Like if I've done my groceries and I'm Mm -hmm. like organizing my food and stuff like that. So I think that definitely, definitely helps. Um, Yeah. So I want to get into this term that is becoming um, more and more popular. And I think that Mm. it's what I really love about the time that we're in right now is that we're really making connections to the psychology and the emotional parts of a lot of different things. So whether it's our finances, we understand like financial psychology and like with food Mm -hmm. we look at the psychology behind that so you know this idea of our relationship with food so you know what does it mean to have a a good or a healthy relationship with food and what are some signs Mm. that our relationship with food might be a little off 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. That's a good one. Um, and again, it's one that is, it's tricky because, you know, we all come from different walks of life where, you know, and we all live in different places. So even when I, you know, I lived in, I said, I, yeah, born Trinidad, raised in um, Canada, but I lived in New York for, you know, um, a couple of years as well. And so food scarcity, and it's just like never even, I'm like, New York City, like, new, you know, like I started singing Alicia Keys and like Jay-Z. I'm like, what? I'm just like, how is this possible? And, you know, but it's a real thing. And, you know, they have um, like the, the fridges that you can go and, and um, donate to, which is so important. But it like all of that, I'm saying all of that to say it's complex, right? In terms of your food, um, your relationship with food. And also because some of the, like we're talking even just like fruits and veggies, like just some of the most, I say, basic stuff where like a lot of people can't get because, and then now we're in this time where like inflation, like lettuce is like $7. You're just like, really? Um, And so, you know, I think one thing that we can do is one, get in, like get involved. I know I'm getting to there, but I think there's this, this, it's a big, you know, it's like getting involved and knowing like what is the, um, what, what's happening around us. And then I think for us personally, in terms of your relationship with food is again, we got to know, like when we're reaching for whatever we're reaching for, what, why, you know, if it's the, the diet Coke versus the water, like, why is it the diet Coke? Like, are you tired? Okay, maybe you need to take a nap. Or maybe you need to do some breathing exercise. Okay, you're at work, you can't take a nap. Fair. But you know, can you do some breathing exercises, which also gives our like brain oxygen and makes us feel good? Can you go outside for a walk? Um, you know, when it's late at night, and you're like, Oh, I really want ice cream. It's like, okay, do you really want ice cream? Or is your body just saying, you know what, like, we just need to go to sleep. Like, we can do this work in the morning, like go to sleep, wake up 30 minutes early, you probably will be able to bang it out versus trying to do it when you're tired. And it's, you know, taking you two hours to do. When you when we're sort of like taking all this into account, and the entire process, like, I guess I just want to say it's such a process. And it really takes time to get to know yourself and your body, that this is why things like dieting and things that are very temporary, don't work for the long haul or for the long run. So, um, mm-hmm. no, I definitely, definitely sort of, um, agree with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's like in order for things to be sustainable. So IE, like, you know, you kind of have this being at your core. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's definitely going to take some time, you know, but yeah, not to be cliche, but it's like a lot of things that are worth it does take time. If we think about relationships, you know, whether it's, um, friendships, romantic relationships it's like why not spend that time on ourselves as we do other people Mm -hmm. i feel like we've kind of touched on it through our conversation and we talked about you know a little bit on dieting and Mm. um and we've touched on a little bit of detoxing and we know that these are temporary we know that these are not these are not very these may not be sustainable um Mm -hmm. but in your opinion, because I know people might have different opinions about this, mm-hmm. do you think that doing that, you know, doing a diet or detoxing or ever necessary to achieve like a certain level of wellness, like aside from the aesthetic reasons that people do it, is there ever right. a time that you might want to do it to achieve like a certain level of wellness? A diet or detox, mm-hmm. you know, the only, so diet, I would say like, no. So I think of diets like the, the keto diet and um, like Atkins and I don't even like know all of like paleo, right? Um, not if you're a healthy individual. Now, there are times under a doctor's prescription where that might be and listen to them, you know, that should be definitely if there is like some sort of like, ailment there then i would say for sure but that is but that's not the majority of us right the majority of us are just um you know we just might need to make some tweaks and so i don't necessarily even when it comes to detoxing like juice detox now i've done it because you know again when you when you don't 
when you know better, you do better. But when you don't know, you just don't know what you don't know. So I've done it. But now even with the juice cleanses, you know, if my client wants one, um, I, I say, okay, I do like juices um, to have as a snack in between, like you've had your breakfast and your lunch and you might need something. But in conjunction with um, like a, a healthy fat, so some almonds, um, and like some protein because a juice is taking out all the nutrients from um, the vegetables and the fruits. So like the the gold, if you will, in fruits and veggies are in the fiber that it gets. That's like why plant-based eating has is, um, you know, so highly sought after. Even people that are going through like chemo and that because they can get the nutrients so quickly in a smoothie and or in a juice. Um, but once you take out that fiber, you're really just left with quote unquote empty calories. And so it's like, what are we getting from them? You would have to drink a lot of juice to get the nutrients that you need. So it's like some ways that, and, and also our body is made already, uh, naturally to detox, right? So detoxing, sweating, sweating is a natural way of detoxing. When people detox, they're trying to rid themselves, their body of toxins. That's usually when someone's like, I need to detox. I just came back from ex Greece, you know, and I maybe drank more than I need to. So I now need to detox, i.e. get this, you know, get the alcohol out of my body. Okay, well, how do we do that? Um, yes, you could take whatever it is. I don't know what people do for detox, like laxatives. Um, and I'm like, what do they do like not, that are not natural? Like all the unnatural ways. Um, there are ways where you can do it. So it's like working out, sweating, that gets rid of, get, that gets rid of toxins, our liver, right? And so what's going to help our liver? Those are like green leafy greens. So green leafy vegetables. And so eating, having like a smoothie in the morning with more greens than the, than, uh, fruit, um, eating, you know, these greens more so than you would. So instead of grabbing like a burger and fries, it's like, okay, let's have like our salad, First, and then let's have like the burger and fries because you're going to like fill up on your greens. The fiber is going to keep you full and you're going to be able to um, eliminate. And that's also a part like our digestion, right, is part of the of our body's way to detox. Um, like I said, our liver is um, part of our way to detox. Sweat glands are a part of it. So like we can naturally detox. See, this is the thing. I feel like our bodies are so powerful. And if we would just like listen, listen, pay a little bit more attention, we would yes. be able to get some of the answers because even when you were saying like, you know, we can detox our body, like our waist, our glands, we're sweating, our liver, like these are all things that get rid of toxins, but no, we want to go buy some like extra strength laxative to like force things out. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it's really yeah. interesting, you know, like I think that we sort of just need to take the time to like listen to our body and it really mm-hmm. can do what we want it to do we just have to yeah. you know understand that it may take some more time because it's natural and it's not like artificial things that are made to act fast and act right away and extra strength this like we just you know have to yeah yeah no that's that's a really good point but thank you for sharing Your those like powerful yeah so powerful so 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 powerful we like birth you know like humans right that should that should be enough for us to be like okay if we can do that if we can give life right Mm. to like another being like what 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 can we do for ourselves if we just give it time and and then again it's time because nine months right to do that and so it's like it is like you i love i usually say that and yeah you you um took the words out of my mouth but it is so powerful and if we just give it the time that it needs and if we spend the time that we that we'll, we'll we would be surprised hmm for sure yeah for sure um no we have talked about so much through our conversation <laughs> and um there's just you know sort of one last thing because i know this this is sort of what a lot of people might have questions on and i mentioned you mm. know something that i related to with the bloating so our gut health um yes i i just want to sort of get into that connection because i like years ago, before again, before I sort of made it like um, a point to really focus on my health, um, especially my physical health, I didn't mm-hmm. just I did not understand the magnitude <laughs> of the role that our gut plays in everything from digestion to our brain function, just everything. 
So can you just right. please explain the importance of our of having good gut health and just mm-hmm. some ways, some foods that we can eat to to better improve that? For sure. Yeah. Gut health. Like it's just, you know, as I started diving deeper and deeper into the research and really getting familiar with what is like, you know, the gut. Cause like I just thought like the gut, like your stomach, right? And I was like, okay, yeah, it, it keeps our food that we've eaten, like we're good. Um, but, you know, I, I don't know if you've heard of, but like our gut is our second brain. And the reason being is that we have neurotransmitters. Neurotransmitters are neurons that are in our gut that make us feel happy, sad. So, you know, serotonin, dopamine, some of us may have heard like serotonin being the um, happy neurotransmitter. And so when we are having, like when we have chocolate or if like we experience like pleasure, like that's what's going up. And that's in our gut, not in our brain. So you can imagine. And so there's certain, and so there are certain foods that help us um, get these neurotransmitters to uh, work, like to work properly. And foods that do not help are like processed foods, sugar. And when I say sugar, I'm talking about um, added sugar and processed sugar. So like fruits, all good. You know, um, what is it? Like date syrup and, you know, honey, like natural sugars are cool. Like I'm talking about like overly processed like sugars when I say sugar. And so I would say that um, foods that are really great, again, I know I come back and that's kind of why where I say like I eat to like feel good. It's like plants are great. Healthy fats, like avocados are your best friend. Don't go like mm. overboard. I mean, like I could like eat and here, like, I mean, I wish I had one, but like the avocados are literally like this big calf of my head. Like they're so large and they're so buttery. I know like, when I'm in like Canada or the US and I'm having avocado toast, I put extra olive oil. I don't even need to here because it's like the fat content is great. So that's um, those are really great for our um, gut. Of course, probiotics are amazing. Disclaimer with probiotics, please, please, please do your research when you purchase probiotics um, and or go to a health food store and talk to someone there. There are usually nutritionists that actually work there. Um, and so they'll be able to make sure you get the right one because probiotics, there's this, there's a lot of hype around them right now for good reason because they are important. But depending on what you're dealing with, they actually can do more harm than good. I've had, you know, clients come and say, taking a probiotic is actually is making my bloating worse. And it's like, right, because you may suffer from something else. And, you know, the probiotics are actually, um, not helping um they're not helping your gut or you're not taking the right probiotic and it's actually not even getting to where it needs to go to so probiotics is a whole like it's important yes but please do your research and or reach out to um a health foods go to a health food store prebiotics now you don't need to buy which is amazing prebiotics are your garlic your apples think of high fibrous foods so those are the foods to your probiotic um, and mm. probiotics, prebiotics, I should also say these are, um, we're, they're, uh, it's gut bacteria, right? So bacteria that's good for us, not the bad bacteria. The bad bacteria, the stuff that causes anything from like candida, um, candida is, is yeast overgrowth, leaky gut, um, leaky gut is something that we're, what is what I was, um, dealing with. Um, it's not something that, you know, Western medicine deems. And it's and it's not actually a like diagnosis. It's the cause of right. So I had leaky gut due to the fact that I was eating foods I was sensitive to, and I was just kind of wreaking havoc like on my gut. And so our gut is closed like this usually. When you have leaky gut, there's like these junctions that open, and what happens is food gets in the junctions, goes into our bloodstream. Our bloodstream thinks that it's a foreign object our immune system starts to attack it, we start to feel um, bloated. And, but what's really happening is inflammation. So whether it's your stomach, there's pain or dis- your stomach distance, there's different types of bloating as well, right? Or there's like a change in bowel movement. There's so many things that can happen. Um, but yeah, leaky gut is something that is very much also, leaky gut is something that actually uh, when it comes to our gut health is something that's very common. IBS is another one. Um, 
that we've heard about as well. And so probiotics, you know, prebiotics, um, fare is really good. Um, but you have to make sure it's like, is dairy something that you can tolerate? Because if it's not, then the cafarium actually may not be good for you, right? So we're taking things because they're good for us. They're good for us, but it may not going back to eating for your body type. Is it good for you? You might be better off with a probiotic than with the kefir. Girl, we have covered so much and <laughs> <laughs> like from our gut health, diet and detoxing. Um, and um, yeah. you have definitely shared some tips that I know I was kind of like making notes for myself. I'm going to reflect awesome. back even while I'm editing this episode. So <laughs> Um, I just want to thank you for sharing and, you know, just sort of give you the floor to end this sort of this uh, portion of our conversation and just say if there's anything that you want to add in terms of tips for including uh, wellness um, in our everyday mm-hmm. ways to gradually improve our nutrition that we haven't covered already because you've said a lot. But if there's anything mm-hmm. else, you have the floor <laughs> to do so right now. Oh, thank you. This was great. I mean, I love talking about this. I think it's a uh, conversation where yeah I can go on for for hours um but you know I know I I covered a lot and I tried to definitely give tips because I think sometimes you're like you're listening to these podcasts or you're you know seeing something online like people what like how right like the what is always given but the how isn't and I think really my main thing I want um the listeners to take away is let's just spend some more time with ourselves let's get more intentional um you know, whether it's your notes app, whether it's a journal that you have, and let's start writing down how we're feeling, you know, after we're eating. Um, let's start writing down how we want to feel. I think like a lot of it, again, I know it's nutrition and it's like, what does this have to do? But our actions are all from, uh, they all stem from a feeling, right? So we do something because we feel something. So it's like, you know, we are going to go for a run because we know that makes us feel good versus, uh, or a walk, you know, walking is great. I love to walk. I like mm-hmm. to think I like to run. Yeah. I love a good walk podcast in air or some really good music, an audible audio book, talking to a long lost, long lost, a long distance <laughs> relative <laughs> or friend, you know, like just like feeling good, like put something in. So it's like, okay, I didn't feel good today. Like, what did I do for myself? Because the easiest thing for us to do is to, you know, whether it's reach for food, reach for our phone, reach for the TV, which again, in like small amounts is all good. And if you feel good, then awesome, you know, but I think a lot of times, and if you're listening, you're probably like, there's somewhere along the line where my health can be better and what can I do? And so I think it's like, you know, okay, at lunchtime, I had whatever I had, you know, a BLT um, while writing an email while in a meeting while watching tv didn't feel so great after you know and so it's like okay right. let's try to do the lunch without the distractions and if you can't um you know how can we push like again setting you know about the b word i'm gonna say boundaries i tried <laughs> i tried not to say it all yeah. <laughs> um, of the this podcast because i know it's something but it's like how can we set a boundary where we can get in that 30 minutes that we can just kind of even 15 right and if it's 15 minutes eat half of what you can and then come back to it um yeah. your your meal i mean so it's like just little habits and then i um yeah so one get yourself a journal start just getting intentional writing down what you're eating how you're feeling Second um, would be to just up your green um, mm-hmm. and actual greens, not the powders, please. Um, you know, and so it's like actually putting in, um, and it doesn't have to be at every meal. Even if you if you're if you don't eat any greens, like adding it into one meal, that one meal could be breakfast and it could be a smoothie. Um, you know, if you're someone that's like, I don't like anything cold. Okay, awesome. Then make yourself like a really yummy soup, like a lentil soup, add in some spinach in there. Um, but this is like try to up our greens, um, and our water intake. Um, Mm -hmm. and then another one would be, and I think I talked about this, but getting into nature and outside, like if you're like near a park, um, anywhere where there's like greenery, you know, um, and you can just like get out there even for five to 10 minutes and just kind of take a walk. Um, that will help. Again, it's like, 
it's it's well-being and it's also nutrition because going back to our gut health and getting out into nature feeling good it's all connected mm-hmm Okay. Yeah. Well, um, listeners, I hope you were taking notes because Shade <laughs> has <laughs> dropped a lot of gems. You've given us a lot of tips, a lot of methods to sort of include in our day to day for our well-being and our nutrition. So I just want to thank you. Um, but before I let you go, you know, we're going to switch, we're going to switch segments a little bit and switch the vibe up mm. a little bit. Um, okay. this is the Boa Duano podcast. So we like to get to know a different side of our guests and have a little fun mm. before we end our episode. So Shade, I'm going to ask you four questions and without thinking too hard, I just want to hear the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Okay. So the first one is if money was a, wasn't a problem, what's one thing about your lifestyle that you would change? I would just be traveling like everywhere and anywhere, just yeah, every I, month, a new country. <laughs> amen to that. Cause I would, yeah, that's definitely on my list of things. <laughs> yep. Um, so question number two, what's your favorite genre of music? I love asking the guests this because I just, I love to Ooh. know like music is such a big part about who I am. So. <clears throat> well, that's a one. Uh, yeah. Favorite wow. genre. Okay. Or you can give me two, okay, two genre. if it's close. I know. Okay. Yeah. I'm just going to say, so like depends on the season I'm in, but definitely like what, and I'm going to go off of was on my Apple, like last year, it was mm -hmm. like pure worship music. Last year okay. was a year, you know, yeah. so that's where we're at. <laughs> you know when you really need, <laughs> you just really what need I to keep it, yeah, to keep I going. I looked back and I was like, okay, so that's where we were. I mean, I had like a little bit of like Drake in there as well, which okay, I yeah. okay, interesting. Um, and some, um, what's our guy, Burna Boy? But, okay, yeah, Afrobeats, yeah, yeah. okay. So he was, yeah, so I had some Afrobeats and I had some like, but mainly it was this okay. right now again. Like I said, I'm back in Trinidad right now. Like, for people who don't know, like, kind of what's happening. Yes. Um, we haven't had it for two years. So, like, all that's in my ear right now is Soka. Soka, that's um, what I thought. Going back to my, <laughs> yeah, going back to my roots. So, yeah, I would say, um, but what I'm usually listening to and whether it's usually, uh, between yeah, worship and something just that makes me feel good. So okay. good lyrics, Love good that. vibes, yeah, positive, and that lifts me up. Unfortunately, a lot of our music right now, I don't like to be yeah the way that they talk women. Anyways, that's a, yeah, that's a thing, but yeah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. correct. <laughs> um, okay, the next one is: Are you the life of the party or the or a homebody? Oh, I'm a homebody. Yeah, yeah. I could I could kind of sense it. I was like, I feel like. She's a homebody, but let's ask this question. So Yeah, I'm a homebody. Yeah, me too, girl. Don't worry. I used to be life at the party and I just want to be at home. So <laughs> I even you know, right now I'm like um, you know, twenty twenty three. I don't do resolutions, but I do like to do um like words for different, you know, like quarters, mm -hmm. if you will. And mm -hmm. so fun is one of my words. And so I've been I've been, you know, I've been the life of the party the last couple of like months because um, I'm being intentional about that. But if you ask me, I would rather like, you know, be at home, reading a book, doing some right. research, mm -hmm. <laughs> just being cozy, you know, lighting some candles, my yeah. diffuser going, I don't know. It's just, it's what I enjoy, but about a good yeah, balance. No, I hear that. And that's what I'm, I'm, I'm going into the next, you know, season of my life with like having a good balance between the two. Mm hmm. No, that's a good. That's good. Balance is definitely mm -hmm. needed. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so needed. Um. Okay. And the final question, what's the most beautiful place you've ever been to? Oh, Mallorca in Spain. Oh, that place okay. is, yeah, has my heart. I went there last year for my birthday. Mm. Um, and it's like on the coast of um, Spain. So you go to Madrid, you take like a little plane. And it's like maybe about 30 minutes from Madrid, I would say, if even. And it's just so beautiful and peaceful. The people are really nice. Um, the food is just so fresh. Um, I would say that I visit. I mean, I love being home, and but it's just something that's new and different. I had never actually been along the Mediterranean coast. And the Mediterranean has always been something that has interested me. Mm -hmm. um, and so last year when I was like, okay, what am I doing for my birthday? And I initially was just going to do an upstate New York um you know, again, homebody. I was like literally looking for a cabin upstate New York and that's where I was going. And I was like, no, I'm going to do something different. Um, so yeah, I did Mallorca and I'm dying to go back. Right. 
Yeah, no, that sounds mm-hmm. good. Spain is on my list. I've been hearing really good things about sort of like just the architecture and the vibe. Spain and Portugal. Yes. So those are those are on my list. I will definitely make need it to out go there soon. You need to go. Um, I went to Spain twice. So I oh, did Mallorca okay. and then I went back in August and I did Madrid and then I did Sevilla. Sevilla is up there, but Mallorca is like for sure so far. Okay. But Zanabar, Zanabar, Zanabar is on my list and I feel like that might take the cake. Okay. Okay. We'll yeah. Confirmation. Mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, okay. Yep. I'm, that's definitely been added, but um, yeah, those are all the questions I have for you, Shade. Thank you so, so, that's so fun. much again uh, for being <laughs> on the episode. I really appreciate you. We're definitely going to have more conversations like this because this is just so important and so crucial and you're welcome back anytime. So, Mm -hmm. you know, before I let you go, just share with the listeners, you know, your socials, how they can connect with you and all that good stuff. For sure. Well, thank you, um, Chid, for having me. This was amazing. It felt just like, you know, I mean, I was just, yeah, in my own way, I love the questions. And I think that, yeah, these these are such important um, conversations to have. So I look forward to having more. Um, I am on Instagram and it is Shade Tomaso's Nutrition. I know it is a mouthful. Um, and then also I, that's where you'll find me actually. You can email me if you'd like. Um, it's info at shadetomasos.com. But most of my time, yeah, I'm on um, I'm on IGs. I love stories. So there's uh, stories that are going on. And then there's a lot of information about gut health on there. Um, and also lifestyle tips. And I love to travel. So if you also love to travel and you're plant-based or just trying to navigate travel and still being well, there's some good tips on there as well. Okay. Oh, and perfect. my website. I have Ooh, a website. Okay, which I'm like, website. Right, I do have a website. I know. Yeah, it's shadetomasos.com. So yes. everything's yeah, shade Instagram, Shade Tomasos Nutrition, um, and then email info at shadetomasos.com. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much again for being on the episode. Thank you for having me. So that is the end of this episode. Thank you all for sticking around and listening to my conversation with Shade talking all things, you know, food, our gut health, how we eat and just taking care of our bodies overall. I hope you, you know, enjoyed this conversation and you had some things to take away. As always, you can keep the conversation going on our socials, Instagram and TikTok at BWDIK podcast. You know, let us know what you think interact with our reels, all that good stuff. We love that. We, we love all that. Um, you know, feel free to share the podcast with someone you think, you know, can benefit from this content or will enjoy this content. And, you know, as always, just take care of yourself, get out and enjoy this good ass weather we're getting. And you'll hear from me real soon. Bye for now.